0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? All right, welcome to another episode of Mub Club. I'm your host, Matt Kennett. Uh, This is a show I do here on Hip Dad Radio every Thursday night at 9 p.m. live on our Twitch channel. Uh, Definitely listen to it live if you can. But thanks for joining us here on the podcast app. Uh, This is an episode I did with Jeff Greenwald all the way out there in New York. We did it over Skype. Um, But, yeah, uh, great episode. We talked about cocktails Um, So you're going to learn a lot about cocktails, what makes them special, and all that jazz. Uh, Jeff Greenwald is a young professional living in New York City, working in the finance industry. He enjoys spending time outdoors, listening to music, and crafting delicious cocktails. When he's not propelling the stock market to new all-time highs in the midst of a pandemic, you can find him relaxing with an ice-cold Amora Spritz. Yeah, Jeff Greenwald... Matt Kennett, Mub Club. Let's get right into it, baby. Jeff Greenwald. What's up, my man? He hey. A, what's going on?
1: Thanks
2: for the warm welcome, my friend. Yeah. Uh, feels great to be here.
0: Yeah, wow. This is so exciting. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. Woo! Only <laughs> <laughs> we had a studio audience. <laughs> well, a lot
1: of
2: places are contending with that difficulty these days. <laughs> famously the uh the democratic national convention ah uh, yes from what i
0: was reading i know they should have had like a fake you know like applause like
1: ah.
0: <laughs> yeah what do you how do you feel about those like uh well there's all those late night shows they don't have it you know and uh online and it's just like really awkward to watch nowadays
2: <laughs> yeah it, it is it's funny it's like a stupid thing but it it, it, it does kind of when when it's not there you realize that it makes everything better yeah <laughs> yeah, it really does. It's, it's like kind of it's like wow. Is this show like, why even do funny? I care if other people are laughing, <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? But but you, but it's it's good though.
0: Yeah, it's true. Huh. It is interesting. Um, but it's hey, funny. we're uh, we we got we got Jeff here talking about cocktails. Wow, uh, yep. Jeff, would you consider yourself an expert when it comes to cocktails? No. <laughs> 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 good. I'm glad we brought the red man. In
2: there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say I would say, you know, enthusiast. You know, I've never been a bartender officially, but um
0: Right. But I
2: did bartend a few Christmas parties uh on a I really? was compensated for that. So I guess you could say I have been a professional bartender. You have been
0: a bartender. You have been employed as a bartender.
2: So you know, I maybe maybe you could loosely say professional bartender, but Certainly avid enthusiast. Well, I think
0: you more know more than most people. Correct. I'll take that. Yeah. I'll claim that. Cool. Well, hey, uh, first off, let's let's see what you're drinking tonight.
2: Oh, yeah. So um, no one can see me, but uh, I just fixed for myself perhaps the classic cocktail, which is called the Old Fashioned.
0: Wow. A great drink. And it, is,
2: it is called the Old Fashioned because it is... So old. Um, It's one of the oldest drinks. Literally, it literally is perhaps the oldest cocktail uh, because it it cues true to the definition of the cocktail, which is uh, basically a mixture that contains um, some sort of alcohol, like whiskey, you know, vodka, etc. Bitters. Which you may have, you may be familiar with, Angostura bitters. They're probably the most common, but there are other ones like Peychaud's, orange bitters, um, many other varieties. Um, you know, diluted with a little bit of ice, and uh, and it has a little bit of sugar in it as well.
0: Oh, okay. How much sugar do you put in?
2: Uh, not much, maybe like uh, half half teaspoon or something like that.
0: Huh. Okay, very you cool. You can
2: I mean you can totally craft it how you like it. If you like it sweeter, you can add more. If not, you know, dial it back. Or you could even go, go without, although it's a little more bracing if you opt for that, I would say.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The it's all about the bite, you know? Yeah. <laughs> for some I yeah. guess, yeah. <laughs> <For> <laughs> some. <laughs> well some people just drink it. Uh, and straight, then of even. course
2: garnished with a nice orange twist. So
0: Nice, yeah. That's, I feel, do you do you twist, so you, you get the orange peel and you twist it, like the, Absolutely. the rind? Absolutely. Yeah, nice.
2: Something that not, not everyone knows is that uh, orange peels, and actually all citrus peels, contain a lot of oil. And that's mm-hmm. what gives it that kind of, you know, when you think of, oh, what does like an orange or like a lemon smell like? That's exactly what that oil is. And uh, when you twist hmm. the peel you actually expel the oil from the pores in the skin of the citrus fruit, you know, whether it's grapefruit, lemon, lime, orange, pomelo. Um, And so if you expel those oils over the top of the drink, you don't really change the composition of it at all, but it gives it that really nice aroma. You get that fresh kind of citrusy smell.
0: Yeah, I love I love that smell when when you just smell the iron. Do you ever um do you ever uh take an orange and just bite it like without peeling it? Oh, I
2: certainly have.
0: Yeah, what do you think? Do you like <laughs> do you like doing that?
2: <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it to our listeners if I'm being frank with you,
0: but yeah. um it's not for everybody. It's not for most. I would
2: rather I'll put it this way. I'd rather bite into an orange than an onion.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> Remember that one remember that one time at that party where we bit into onions?
2: Yeah, painful. Painful.
0: Yeah, that was yeah. Yeah, extremely. You know. <laughs> but you know, you got to you know, you got to try everything once. You know, you don't know yeah. until you try, you know. Maybe it's maybe it's just delightful.
2: And I mean, if anyone's a fan of the movie Holes,
0: Yes. I mean,
2: it seems like it can't be that bad.
0: Yeah, they were loving it when they they were, <laughs> they were just going down, <laughs> when they were in that creek or whatever.
2: <laughs> a young, uh, what is that guy's name?
0: Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Yep. And uh, a LaBeouf Hector Zeroni.
2: Coming out of his
0: shell. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I've been meaning him get, to get him on the show, too. He um, would be a good guy. Yeah, he would be. I wonder what we'd talk about. What his topic would be?
2: Yeah, that's a good question.
0: Huh? We actually have a lot of people in the chat right now, just lighting it up. Um, we got Doug Hall, mm. we got uh, Oscar, and we got uh, Reed. So uh, shout out to those guys. Uh, there's just so many um, messages that I just don't even know where to start looking. To wow. be honest. A lot used. of
2: strong a lot of strong bread makers in the chat right yes now. that's right
0: high, by percentage high, high percentage yeah bringing that bread yeah um, yo that's so, very so hey if you guys have any questions feel free to call in um, hopefully uh, we can get you onto the FaceTime as well that would be really cool um, so yeah just uh, yeah I guess call me if you want to be on the show <laughs> Cool well um, let me tell you what I'm drinking. I'm drinking a white russian. <laughs> hey. Hey. Yeah. It um it's kind of weird to drink a white russian in like the middle of the summer. I got to I'm not gonna lie though. It definitely <laughs> feels like more of like a winter drink. <laughs> yeah, I
2: mean, it's cold though.
0: It is cold. Yeah, that's right. That does
2: help. I'm going to be honest I, I love that drink. I think it's great.
0: It is great. Um, I never seem to think to have it. <laughs> the only It actually goes, a lot of the ingredients are in my next drink, which is a lot more um, special. So so I just thought mm. I would have the white Russian up, you know, to go along with the mm-hmm. first, easy first this drink, is, you know.
2: This is a drink, I think, that gets relegated to the, you know, land of specialty drinks because of, obviously, the Big Lebowski Oh, yes, of course. Mm -hmm. But I don't see, I, I, you know, when, in normal times, I like to go to jazz clubs and, you know, catch a a musical performance. And, um, you know, multiple times I've ordered a white Russian. And they always kind of, they kind of give you a little bit of a weird look. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it's great. It's a great cocktail. Especially after dinner, it's like a little bit sweeter. Um, it's a great nightcap, I
0: would say. Oh, I'd say.
3: Um, I don't know
2: if you could. I don't know if you could pair it with food particularly well. It's, it's kind of like more, you know, it's, it's like when you get a. Co- it's like
0: when you get a coffee at the end of your meal. Yeah, you know, it's kind of it like, like that. Um, so we're getting a lot of messages in the chat, and uh, I feel like um, they really want me to answer something. So let me check yeah, this out real yeah. quick. So Matt or Oscar wants to know where I get my ingredients. Um, so. Actually, I was hanging out with Oscar and James just earlier today, right before this. Um, we went to the park and we threw the frisbee around a little bit. Oh, which was, lovely. which was lovely. I th- James and I have been throwing the frisbee like multiple times a week. <laughs> it's like all we do. It feels like oh, that's sweet. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten the forehand down a little bit. Like I'm, am a lot better than I used to be. So it's you pretty... should have played at Butler. I that would have been killer. I don't know if they had like a re- like a big team. They had like was, like a kind of a club team. I should have done it. I don't know why I didn't. But I, but I want to know, Jeff, um, do you know what makes a cocktail? Like, what, what is a cocktail exactly?
2: Yeah, I mean, I was sort of talking through the definition with you earlier. And, and I mean, that, that is, if you really want to go down to basics, that is, that is what it is, you know, an iced drink. It has you have your liquor component, you have your bitters, and you have your your sweetness, right. and um, you know, usually some kind of garnish. But I, I would say that the definition has certainly expanded. Since, I, I mean, I think that that literally dates to the 1800s. Right. Um, so I, I think the definition has be considerably expanded over time. And, you know, now it it includes anything from, you know, I'm a huge fan of, um, I don't know if our listeners have heard of, like, Micheladas, mm. become increasingly popular in recent years. If you're a fan of the Bloody Mary, this is kind of like right. a, a lighter Bloody Mary.
0: Oh, that sounds great. That, g- that sounds great. Uh, yeah, shout out to um, Reed. Reed Rinaldi is really- a big fan of the Bloody Mary. He <laughs> drinks them all the time. Okay. I, yeah. I I I like them, but like Reed really likes them. Like I one time went on Reed's show, and uh, he, he's like, "You're gonna come on our show. We're gonna drink uh, Bloody Marys." And he just made all these Bloody Marys, and I was just feeling like, like because it's, it's so thick and like spicy, yes. and it's like, and he made he made them really spicy too.
2: <laughs> I like mine um, spicy as well.
0: Oh, yeah. Shout out to
2: Reed, man. But,
0: yeah, I'm sure you do. You're like really – you're into really spicy stuff. I,
2: I'm, I am almost masochistic when it comes to spice, I would say. Um, but, no, I'm a huge fan of the Bloody Mary. I think they're great. Um, I don't know why they're – I feel like they've been pigeonholed as the brunch cocktail, but they're really good for any time of day, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I think it's a big thing because of, like, hangovers or something like that. Yeah, right. yeah. That's the idea
2: but oh. i'm i mean i would say almost no better way to get drunk because you certainly cannot taste oh. the whiff of alcohol in those things
0: <laughs> all right reed Completely is actually call it. reed is actually calling in i reed i'm going to add you to the um to the chat oh. right here give me Beautiful. one second um while i look at your name up so hang with us reed so well this will be good because we can get reed's uh reed's opinion we
2: could um we could mix and match recipes here
0: I know this will be good.
2: It'll be very good.
3: And look, oh, and there he is. Hey, <laughs>
1: good
2: evening. Great. Hello,
3: Jeff. How's it going? Hey, what's up? Um, I would just—I'd love to chime in on this Bloody Mary conversation because this is something I feel very strongly about. I would love for you to chime in. That sounds very good. Well, I think—I think first of all, I'd like to say hello, and I missed you, and it's good to see your face. <laughs> like. For, that. All the listeners out there, that can't well, see well, First, you, first off, Reed, Reed, Reed where's your cocktail, man? I don't have a cocktail right oh, now. Oh, that's your first problem. <laughs> All right, I'll go into the kitchen. I'm at Imogene's house. I'll grab something to drink. All right, cool. Well, well, hey, Reed, tell us a little bit about your Bloody Marys. Well, yeah. I mean, there's nothing, like, really too special about my Bloody Marys. I think, like, first things first is that you got to find the right hot sauce more than anything else. You know? Mm. I think... Um, uh, our mutual friend Lawrence Sheman turned me on to the mango habanero Tabasco sauce, and yeah. I find that fits very well in the Bloody Mary. You know, it's it's fruity, um, and it's got a, it's got a good kick. And I like the spice of Tabasco sauce for the Bloody Mary because it's not like a fav- a flavorful spice; it's kind of just heat, which is good because it lets the flavors of everything else in the Bloody Mary come through.
0: Uh, Oscar wants to know if uh, you put real blood in your Bloody Mary.
3: Isn't that how you make a Bloody Mary?
0: I don't know. You're you're the expert. I don't make Bloody Marys. Yeah,
3: I mean obviously. <laughs> Duh. Duh. Okay. Cool. Dumb question,
0: Oscar. So that that
2: reminds me of um something something interesting, which is uh, uh there's a Kendrick song where uh, where he says, "Pass the gin." I'll mix it with American blood and bash you in. Whoa. Oh. And, uh, and, and, and so I hosted a party once where I played all of his albums from start to finish, and the, the signature drink of the party was uh, what is officially known as a spicy red snapper, which is basically a Bloody Mary that just uses gin instead of vodka. Right on. And uh, basically can't tell the difference, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Sounds but about But right. fits in with the Kendrick theme
3: pretty well, so it was a big success. Yeah. I think more divisively on the topic of Bloody Marys is toppings. Ooh, yeah. Because the- realistically, you can get away with doing pretty much anything on a skewer on a Bloody Mary, right? Like, I see these brunch so they just put, like, fucking slices of pizza on the skewer or something. Yeah. And they're like, it's a Bloody Mary. And I'm like, yeah, I guess it is a Bloody Mary. <sighs> Three ingredients. (laughs) You get three to put on a skewer. You get to choose? Yeah, I'm letting you choose. Three ingredients to put on a skewer. What do you put on there? Pizza. Oh. (laughs) 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 Does the celery count, or do I get that already? No, no, no. That's
2: not part of the skewer. That's in the drink. Okay. Okay. Wow. I've never actually had a Bloody Mary like that.
0: (laughs) I've had this option before. They give you some really crazy shit. Probably
2: bacon and, like, um, you know, bacon, pineapple, and maybe, like,
3: uh... Oh, yeah, that's good. I don't even know what else. Oscar says an ice cream cone, but no ice cream.
0: (laughs) 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 I love those, like, pictures that, like, you see, like, on Instagram or something where they just put, like, crazy-ass shit on top of the the Bloody Mary. It's just, like, a whole meal or something. now that I'm thinking about it, why not just, uh
3: smoked fish that sounds great honestly that does sound I, would really, one, that I would throw one, one of those really on good. there i think for me it actually a must out. have of a bloody mary is a blue cheese olive though oh i didn't even think about that yeah those blue, are really good the blue cheese olives especially when you take them off the skewer and just let them soak in the bloody mary
0: oh yeah that's that's yeah that's the move that's those what we, that's what we did when yeah. we, when i was on your show right yeah that's what we did their blue cheese olives or whatever you call them yeah yeah, yeah she's alls, awesome. yeah. Those are very those crazy, are very man. Good. Um, Big fan. Yeah. Well, crazy man. Well, Reed, yeah, man. tell tell us a little about your new show, real quick, before we let you go.
3: Oh, um, yeah. I've got a podcast coming soon um, called the LP Lounge. It's actually, I actually had to publish it tonight because in order to promote for the day that I wanted it to get published, I'd submit it early so if you want to go listen to it you can go to Simplecast and look up lp lounge Stream the first episode i'll be talking to uh musicians preferably local ones and we're just gonna shoot the shit to be honest it's
0: awesome man i'm really excited for it um sounds like you're doing a lot of good work out there so oh, everyone thanks, stay tuned it starts in september it's gonna come out right
3: yeah, the official launch is September 2nd, I believe. Excellent. Cannot wait, man. Yeah. Um, well, Reed, um,
0: thank you for being on the show. Though, what, yeah, what's requests? up? No, nah, we're not, actually, because we no, don't have enough not, time. We bad. just don't have enough time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Otherwise, I would. I don't know which show I would. All good. Um, well, cool, man. Well, hey, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Um, unfortunately, i got to kick you off, though, <laughs> so we can yeah, keep some questions. Um, well, Great cool, man. Great to see you, friend. Yeah. Thanks, hey, for, uh, you thanks for dialing in. See you, dog. Later, man. Adios. Peace. Oh, good old Reed. Love that guy. Um, it's great to see a Bloody
2: Mary fan come on the show. Yeah. I really enjoy that. I know,
0: yeah. That was good. I, I, you needed him to... I totally forgot like about Bloody Marys. I was thinking about like every single cocktail before we came on except Bloody Mary. I don't know. It just slipped I'll, my mind. I I'll
2: say that my, my hot sauces of choice are uh, either... I think it's called Victoria... Um, or tapatio, which is oh. uh, really nice, kind of a little bit thicker, not extremely spicy. Um, very good.
0: You can buy these at any store. Tapatio
2: is, uh, yeah, actually both are, I think are are pretty easily accessible.
0: Hmm. Okay, well, maybe uh, well, Reed like literally has like a billion hot sauces in the fridge, and I just like every now and then try one. So, oh, very nice. <laughs> so it's kind of just like you know, I never have to buy hot sauces; they're just there, you know. Reed. Yeah. So, um, well, uh, well, I want to know, um, where did this? Did you just always like cocktails, or is this like a newer thing for you?
2: Basically, since I was a child.
0: Wow, really? Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Kitty, kitty cocktail, you know what i'm saying <laughs>
2: you know mixed milk with a little bit of uh i don't know cinnamon something like that that's a cocktail
0: yeah i guess so yeah not, it doesn't necessarily mean there's alcohol in it right no i'm uh i am we didn't discuss this yeah. i think
2: that there is a cool movement of kind of like drink makers you know that that don't use alcohol in their drinks and there's a lot of really cool things that you can do with that. So
0: I think that that, yeah, I think it's just right, all about yeah. like flavors and like, um, just combining yeah, things. It's like, totally. It's like, I think, yeah, yeah. it's just about, it's just like a cook would like cook a meal or something. Well, I I totally agree. Like, I think there's a
2: little bit of a thrill in, you know, creating maybe a new flavor that you haven't tasted before or something that kind of is, is interesting or different or, um, something yeah i think it's all about just getting getting you out of your kind of routine a little bit and 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 searching for those yeah new flavor combinations that you might not have experienced otherwise it's it's kind of like it's a treasure hunt really i mean stumble across a lot of things that frankly don't taste very good and then you know maybe you come up with a recipe that that is good
0: yeah it just takes time you know it just takes time and like you just got to work at it and I mean, I'm not, I'm not an expert at all when it comes to cocktails. I this is why I'm ex- really excited about this episode because I can learn something hopefully, and hopefully the listeners can too, and start making some mm-hmm. something. I know a lot of the guys um, at the other place, the satellite studio, are actually really, were really excited about this episode because like they were they they were talking about starting to make cocktails too. I know uh, Doug last night was uh, um, working on some, um, so we'll, ah. we'll have to get him on the, Very nice. the line and see what he made. tell me tell people about the tools you need to make a a cocktail okay yeah i mean i think
2: might even be worth discussing kind of the basics of setting up a bar in terms of what sort of ingredients you might want to procure if you're starting up your home setup but i think the tools needed are pretty basic which is nice that it's such an accessible activity um but i would basically say all you really need is is a shaker um and you don't even really need that if you decide that you're just going to mix your cocktails and um and then you just you really need the ingredients and you know perhaps a strainer depending on what you're actually doing and then a lot of ice because everything needs
0: what about one of those spoons those really big spoons
2: the a bar spoon yeah
0: you can't stir otherwise.
2: <laughs> I, I I was I'll actually share with um, you know a, a quick tip with our listeners, which is that my preferred stirring implement is actually just a chopstick. Oh, really? I find that they're uh, they're very. That's what I, that's how I, I crafted my drink this evening. Um, the nice thing about those, is it, it actually takes a little bit of technique if you want to start stirring with a bar spoon because. You need to get the kind of grip down so that the spoon can actually rotate in the glass as you're mixing things around. The chopstick is a little bit more foolproof because it's obviously uh, just circular. So it's a lot easier to spin things around in the glass with one of those, especially if you're just starting out. And chances are you probably have some chopsticks.
1: Mm.
2: So it's not something that you need to go out and buy. Some of the cocktail recipes will have measurements for things where they'll say, you know, add a bar spoon of X. So they can be useful for that. But, again, you can really use any small spoon to measure out something like that. So I would say for your kind of beginner cocktail person, probably not necessary, but they do look very cool.
0: They do look very cool.
2: Um, and they make you look very official.
0: That's true. No doubt. No doubt, yeah. That's what it's really all about. Who are you kidding? It's all about just looking cool.
2: It, it is a not insignificant amount of this is
1: about appearances. So, I won't deny that.
0: Yeah, that's true. Jeff, for those who are interested in liqueurs, what do you think is the essentials to have?
2: Oh, liqueurs. Well, one of the cocktails that I contemplated making for tonight is uh, an Amaro Spritz. Wow! Oh. And uh, Right, and it's in your bio. Is, what was that?
0: Is it in your bio?
2: Yes, that's in my bio. Yes. <laughs> this is a cocktail that I just recently discovered. Um, many of our listeners have probably heard of the Aperol Spritz which is a cocktail that is blowing up the nation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really? which, is, uh, which is basically it, this, um, I think it is technically an Amaro, and it's called Aperol, and it's, uh, it's about 20% alcohol. It's an Italian liqueur, and um, the cocktail involves, uh, it follows the 3-2-1 rule of spritzes. Which are um, three ounces of a sparkling wine, so usually prosecco, but you could use any sparkling wine that you like. Two ounces of your bitter amaro, in this case, uh, apérol, and then one ounce of club soda on top, and then usually garnish with an orange wheel. And oh, that they tend to be classic cocktails that are really good for summer, very refreshing, light not hugely alcoholic, um, and just kind of fun and good to drink, you know, before dinner or really kind of whenever. So I actually like to simplify my version of the Amaro spritz, and I just use a different Amaro. A um, couple that I like are called, one is called Ramazotti, which is, uh, and and kind of, It's described as as being almost like the Dr. Pepper of Amaro's. It has uh, some of the cola nut in it as flavoring, which is kind of where colas come from. And then it has also a blend of herbs and other things. And then another one I like is called Averna, which is also Italian. A little bit more bitter, uh, some sweetness to it. And I basically just throw a splash of those. In a glass with some ice, and then just top it off with club soda and call it a day.
0: Hey, damn, that's pretty. That's pretty that's good. A,
2: that's a super nice summer cocktail. Very refreshing. Uh, you know, you could you could drink these all day long.
0: Wow, that sounds great. Super nice. I'm, I'm Garnish
2: make... with a lime lime right. wheel. I'm gonna definitely Whatever you that. like.
0: Damn, sounds good. Um, I would highly recommend that. Sweet, I, I will definitely make that this summer for sure. Probably like, not maybe not tomorrow. You yeah. know, have to. All you uh, gotta
2: do is get your tomorrow, and then you're good to go.
0: Honestly, yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. Um, so when your parents moved out of their place in Glencoe, um, yeah, they uh, they left us a bunch of liquor and a bunch yeah. of uh, liqueurs, and uh, we Didn't still, ha- we still have we still have them. We still have a lot of them. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> It's so funny. What's, the, what's what are the weirdest ones that they left? Oh man, there's this one like like a uh, lemon thing that's like full and no one's even touched it. Um, oh, is that lim- limoncello? It might be. It's like this big bottle. It's not even tall open. bottle. Yeah, it's a weird shape. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, there was a lot of like you know good stuff. You know, there's like vermouth in there and like um, stuff you could actually use. <laughs> There's like there's a little yeah. little thing of peppermint schnapps that I haven't opened at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I mean,
2: if you have a cup of coffee, throw yeah, some that of would schnapps be... in there. You're all good to go. Yeah, but a little like, bit of whipped cream on top. Just
0: trying to think of a situation where like I would need where I'd have a cup of coffee and need to get a little drink in there. I'll say if I could <laughs> throw
2: in a plug for um, the Chicago Botanic Garden, which is a fantastic place to spend an afternoon.
0: Okay, so Oscar, Oscar just asked: Doesn't oh, doesn't vermouth have a really short shelf life?
2: Vermouth, uh, it should be kept in the fridge.
0: That is good to know. It is. Mine is not. It does not. <laughs> I would say it does not have
2: a, a short shelf life. It, oh really? It's fortified. It's fortified wine, so it, it it's made to last for a long time. It's not like your standard wine. It's uh, they add. I actually don't know how they make it. Oh,
0: uh, Reed. Reed said they left you guys. Your parents left an Italian dark cherry liqueur, and he said it's really good. Oh,
2: interesting.
0: I do kind of remember having some of that. That's yeah.
2: I imagine that's something that you could use for making like a, I don't know, some kind of like Black Forest cake or something.
0: Oh yeah, I guess be some kind of
2: like chocolate cherry kind of cake. There are a lot oh, of those yeah, that yeah, that them. would
0: be really good. I mean, yeah, I'm not I'm not making a lot of cakes, but yeah, why not? Maybe now's the time. A lot of
2: people are discovering baking in
0: pandemic times. So I you it know might I, be your turn. I've been baking some some things actually um, a little bit. Uh-huh. I I've been making a lot of banana bread. Fun fact about okay. me. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, just doing. Uh, I've been cooking a lot, honestly, more than normal. I mean, you kind of Kind of have to. You kind of have, have to. to avoid, so, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So it's, you know, there's, there's some negatives to, you know, the pandemic, but, you know, you get to learn a lot of, you know, you know, you all of a sudden you have a lot of time to do things you didn't before, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Um, what, about, what about you, Jeff? Are you, you doing anything you anything new that you've never thought you'd have time to do?
1: Let's
2: see. Um, funny thing is, uh, I I started running again. Oh, that's amazing! Just basically keep myself sane. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, I have to run, not now, especially exciting, now. I really like have to run just to, outside, to like just need. to move, man. It's like if you're just strapped inside all day, it's like I mean, normally like you're walking around doing stuff all the time. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I like, need to do it. Um, there's like daily like, agree. Yeah, there's, I mean, it's, it, it's if, I, if I'm, if i like, in my house for, like, two days straight, like, i just, without thinking, like, I just don't need to leave, like, I'll, I'll start to get, like, really, like, stir crazy, so. Yeah,
2: I don't, I think it's unhealthy. It's
0: definitely unhealthy.
2: To be stuck inside for so long. Yeah. It can be very painful.
0: Yeah. So, it's, yeah, I don't know, what can, what can you do? Just, you know, wear a mask when you go out there, people. That's all I gotta say. Yep. Yep facts um, <laughs> um well cool hey uh you know i think it's a good time for uh, our first commercial break um all right what do you, what do you think jeff
2: sounds good to me i'll, I'll start working on my second cocktail um, here.
0: My, my second cocktail is gonna be a whole thing um yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna see if i can whip it up during this break you might hear a bl- right. you might hear a blender in the background Oh, <laughs> boy. Tell me what your your next drink is here.
2: So I, I made a, a classic for myself during the break, which is martini.
0: Oh, okay. Well, let me um let me pull up a picture of the martini uh, real quick. Ba-ba-ba. All right, cool. Now we're looking at a picture of a martini, so people can see. Jeff, tell us a little All bit right. about martini.
2: The martini is a drink that um, I think is neat because. You can order it in a few different ways. Um, James Bond likes his shaken, not stirred. The cocktail aficionados would tell you that actually stirred is much better because the bartender can more accurately control the dilution of the drink. Whereas when you shake something, uh, the little ice chips break off and you don't really have any idea of
0: what the strength is. Um, but hey, it's all James about James your preference. James Bond's breakfast. kind of a wild card, um, you know, he doesn't really. He's only about surprises, you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I think that the real choice you have to make when ordering a martini is do you want it uh, with a twist or with olive? Or if you're a little bit out there, you can also get it with the pearl onion at a lot of places. And, um, and then, oh, you yeah, know, that is, that is if you're getting fancy. it with an olive, the question becomes do you want it? Uh, how dirty do you want it?
0: Nice, yeah.
2: Which is referring to the amount of olive brine that you want the bartender to put into your cocktail.
0: So what do you it's say? Like I juice, want it real dirty. The
2: juice in the olive jar. So if you want it really dirty, they'll dump a lot of, uh, they'll dump a lot of olive brine in
0: your
1: cocktail. Mm. <laughs> that <doesn't laughs> like sounds um, good. I like
2: it with a lemon twist. It, oh, yeah. It's probably my favorite, but I also like it with a little bit, of, a little bit dirty. Depends oh. on my mood. I made mine a little bit dirty. I actually, um, we have a jar of olives in my fridge, and we ate all the olives, but uh, saved the juice for martini. You never know.
0: Huh? That's like you might be on a a radio show. Exactly. Well, do you have uh, Jeff? Here's my question for you: Do you have um, the martini glass?
2: I don't own a martini glass. Oh no. my god! Who are you? <laughs> I think that those are stupid. That's my hot take. <laughs> they,
0: they they are kind of stupid looking.
2: <laughs> I think they're stupid. Like what? what? They look kind. Of, they kind of look cool, but I feel like they're, they're, they're just,
0: dumb. Yeah, I mean, they kind of look kind of um. I don't know. Well, one, they look like they're gonna break. Like they easily breakable. Yeah. Um, yeah. And. Um, I don't know. It's just something about drinking, like, at a cup like this, just, like, a very, you know, durable cup. Yeah, you, you put it down. But so you've got what looks to what be you, an what old glass. What do you call this? Glass. Yeah. That's what those are actually called. They're called old-fashioned glasses. Okay. Yes.
2: Yeah. Interesting. And, uh, and those are good for any cocktail that you're going to make in the glass. Those are great because they're sturdy. They, yeah. uh, they'll they hold temperature well. So if you put ice in there, they'll stay cold. Yeah. Um, it just and, seems you know, like they, it's they everything you want. hold a relatively high volume, so you can you know throw a bunch of ice in there, no problem.
0: Nice. Yeah, well, it's it's been working for me. Um, yeah, um,
2: I would I would say to our listeners that are potentially considering adding to their cocktail glass collection, uh, I would like to put in a pitch for what's called the Nick and Nora glass, which is. Um, it almost looks like a small wine glass. It has a stem. It has this elegant, curved shape. And uh, it, it's perfect, really, for any sort of cocktail that you're going to mix and not serve with ice. So whether that's a martini, Manhattan. What do you Manhattan, call it? It's called Nick and Nora. A Nick and Nora glass.
0: Okay, I'm going I'm to look at that. And,
2: and I just like it. I think it's a very versatile glass you know, if you own a martini glass, you can only really serve martini or cosmos. It doesn't look like glass. you
0: can get a lot of liquid in there.
2: Yeah, this is like, um, it, it's like a medium capacity glass.
1: Yeah, okay.
2: So you any can sort of cocktail that doesn't involve ice, you could throw in there. Yeah. You know, Manhattan, a Negroni, um, you could do a martini, you could do any sort of Stirred cocktail is going to – even a margarita you could put in there if you're just serving it um, in the, the more traditional way or a daiquiri or anything like that. Hmm. Um, and I just I just love the shape of them. It, I, it, it definitely
0: good. looks better than an actual martini glass. It looks more like, like realistic. Like, I, I don't know. It just seems like you're going to spill a martini glass. I, I don't think I've ever – or had ordered I a think, martini and got in a glass. I like think
2: that. that is the point. I think the idea is because you get so sloshed when you drink martinis right. that if you are drinking them out of a glass, then you're, um, <laughs> if you're drinking them out of a martini glass and you're spilling everywhere, then the, the bartender knows to cut you off.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> 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 Not sure.
2: Not sure. Yeah. The Nick and Nora much more practical. Throw it in your dishwasher. Doesn't
0: take up a lot yeah, of time. Yeah. Yeah. Totally Highly recommend. Huh. Yeah, well, there's a lot of different cocktail glasses you can get, is what I've noticed. Especially when, mm-hmm. it, when you get to, like, um, those big, like, tropical drinks. Like, you get into those really big, like... uh You're um, big Mai Tai uh, fan, yeah, pina coladas. Yeah, something like that. You get, like, the big, like, um, weird shape to it. I think those are called hurricane glasses, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. hmm Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, like the like that, you know your mai tai, your pina
2: colada, right, um, yeah, yeah, beef yeah. Blue curacao, or what's that one called?
0: Mm. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, some, yeah, I saw that. The most
2: famous one, the most famous blue curacao drink. Yeah, Sex on the Beach.
0: Yeah, that think,
2: one. Maybe. Sex on the Beach. Yeah. or is it the or the Blue Lagoon? Yes,
0: yeah, Blue Lagoon. That's what I was thinking of. Blue Lagoon. Blue Lagoon.
2: That, that's yeah. Yep. That's the classic. That's your Blue fluke, sour um, Hurricane
0: Glass Tropical Cocktail. Well, speaking of tropical cocktails, I'm going to move into what I got. Let me just go get the blender real oh, quick. Oh, please, Hold please. On. let's, yeah, let's get crazy. Hold on. Ugh, let me grab this. All right, all right.
2: So I got it here. Our listeners are, are waiting to see what you've got.
0: I know. So I blended it during the, the break um i wasn't i didn't uh the portions are probably poorly uh i wasn't really focusing on the portions too well so so what i made (laughs) i made um i made a banana jaffa (laughs) did you did you see that uh banana jaffa when we were texting earlier jeff
2: Yeah, so this is something that I never heard of before and honestly I wasn't even able to find it on the internet. So
0: <laughs>
3: Really?
2: I would love to hear. I would love to for you to illuminate for me what's did.
0: Well, here it is. It's um well, so what I ended up doing is I um, when I make these ads for these shows, I go onto this website called archive.com. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Okay. It's um No. But you've probably heard of the Wayback Machine.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so i
0: think it's the it's the same people i guess who do this but it's basically it's an internet archive basically of um anyone can upload anything and it can be free to use for anybody to download so it can, mm-hmm. it's not just videos it's like text it's like recordings it's like books photos yeah all that junk so um it's a great website it's amazing it's all free um it's kind of like wikipedia people can like donate to it um uh, so I go there to find all this, like, old footage for our video ads. Um, so I found this it. video. It's, like, 45 minutes of this, like, 80s guy, and he's, like, a bartender, and he's, like, explaining to this girl how to, like, make all these drinks. So I just watched whole, <laughs> I watched the whole thing. Was, <laughs> I'll send you the whole thing. You're going to love it. So you. That's that, hilarious. Yeah, it's pretty good. So um, uh, the banana Jaffa, um, basically it has banana, cream, orange juice, brandy, Kahlua you know and you blend wow. it up with ice you know Mhm and it is wow, wow that is so good <laughs> wow i i think i pulled it off <laughs> nice <laughs> it tastes a lot like banana
2: can you i can't see on your video can you pull it
0: up can you see now oh creamy it it is it is creamy it's like a it's like a creamy banana tasting thing man this is good as wow. hell I might make this again this weekend. I have all the ingredients now, so I might as well just drink this all the time. Wow. Wow. Yeah.
2: I got to get some Kahlua.
0: Yeah. Well, I just got some, so. (laughs) Come back to Chicago. I'll let you use some. (laughs) That
2: looks good. That's got a nice texture to it.
0: Mm, Damn. All right. I'm going to be drinking this all night. Holy shit. All right. Um... (laughs) oh hell yeah man uh yeah so if you guys are at home and uh you know you have all these ingredients lying around just whip it up you know blend it up i've i've, I've never i feel like i've never successfully uh blended a good cocktail before i think i tried in college a little bit didn't do it very well i think
2: what did you, i mean what were you making margaritas or something I, mean, I
0: was making pina coladas i think oh i
2: think so i yeah. I'll reveal my preferences a little bit here. I think that stuff like that is kind of tends to be just too sweet, especially if you're going from like a mix or something.
0: Yeah, it's. I think I was using a mix or something. I just well, the thing is, you try to use like ice or something, and like yeah, um, yeah, I did. Yeah, they they are pretty sweet. Have you ever made a daiquiri, like a strawberry daiquiri yeah. before?
2: Interesting thing about the daiquiri is that um, that is the most common. So if you're interviewing to be a bartender, that is that is the most common kind of like interview test drink is the daiquiri. Really? Because it's a drink that everyone should know how to make and it, uh, it requires a certain amount of skill.
0: Really? Does it really? I, it didn't yeah. seem that like hard to and, make. And, and
2: it's, it's, it's fairly easy to riff off of in terms of you can, you know, easily add your own twist like you mentioned strawberry daiquiri. Um, you know, or others. Hmm. And it's not so common that everyone would know how to make it.
0: So, when it comes to daiquiris, you can use any fruit, right? It doesn't matter. It's just kind of It doesn't matter, yeah.
2: I think, so the traditional is with lime. It's basically, it's almost like, an. if you, you kind of study cocktails, you see that they're, they all kind of rhyme with each other, at least the traditional ones. So like, I mentioned the old-fashioned earlier today, you know, that's uh, whiskey, a little bit of orange, Um, it's got bitters and, and sugar. The daiquiri is rum, and then it's got a little bit of lime juice and simple syrup, which is basically sugar, and then it's all shaken together. So they all kind of incorporate these kind of three main ingredients, which are some sort of sweet, you know, whether it's sugar or a sugar syrup of some kind, they've got uh, a citrus, and then your alcohol, oh,
1: okay. and then
2: obviously you can add all sorts of other things on top of there as you desire. But um, all the cla- i mean, all—if uh, you think of all the kind of classic cocktails that come to mind, you know, the martini, uh, margarita, the daiquiri, you got your old fashioned, um, Manhattan, all these things. They basically follow that kind of main formula. They they basically have three ingredients, pretty much.
0: Yeah. Doesn't go too crazy. Um.
2: Anyway, that's that's my little tangent on sort of like the classic cocktail. But. Um...
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that just goes to show, you know, you you don't like the classics. You know, you don't have to make anything too crazy to make it something special. Doesn't have to be crazy. Yeah. Just just basic, you know, just flavors that just taste good together, you know.
2: I think it's also if you just learn how to make the classics then and then you learn how to break the rules after that.
0: Yeah, and then well then it's kind of like you can start um finding things that you like personally that maybe other people like don't like, you know. It's like, "Oh, I like my martinis shaken not stirred."
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Or yeah. I like my <laughs> I like my margaritas triple sec or or without yeah. or you know, whatever. Yeah. Sure. Or frozen. It's what, 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 uh,
0: true. What do you think about mar- margaritas? Great talk, I think we got to talk about margaritas. It's a big one, right? Yeah,
2: absolutely. I think there's a lot to talk about there because you talk about tequila. You've got um, you've got three main types of tequila. You've got um, uh, reposado. You've got blanco, and you've got añejo. And uh, reposado is the one that's aged a little bit in barrels that takes on a little bit of the brown color. Mm -hmm. You've got um, Blanco, which is not aged in wood barrels, stays clear. And then you've got your Añejo, which is aged for a longer period of time. I think it's longer than 12 months. Um, Almost some of those that are a little bit older start to taste a little bit more like whiskey or something like that. So You know, right off the bat, you have to take your tequila when you're making your margarita.
0: What do you think most restaurants use?
2: I think the most common is a Blanco. Because it's it's more of a clean taste. I think that most restaurants, frankly, when they're making cocktails, they're trying to make something where you can't taste the alcohol. Because they think that. that may be what most people want. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, um, I I like the taste of a Reposado or a Añejo tequila better. I think they just have more flavors. I think more people want the
0: sugar. So, so that's what I like. A, um... uh,
2: I would say my favorite margarita recipe is just, uh, It's, it's all, again, almost like an old-fashioned. It's like two ounces of tequila. Uh, I like Reposado. Um, you put a little bit of simple syrup in there, and then it's got uh, about half ounce of lime juice. And you just shake that up and throw it in a glass. And if you want to do your salt rim, you know, go go all out. I've
0: heard people do sugar th- rim.
2: What do you think? Sugar is interesting. I, I think that if I was really getting to have my pick as a litter, I would probably say. Have you heard of
0: tahini before? Yeah, that's like um. Yeah, I actually learned this last night. Actually, we were talking. Oh, okay, this, this night. Uh, it's, um yeah, it's it's like it's not just salt; it's like a little spicy salt, right?
2: Yeah. So my understanding of this is, it basically has um, it's it's salt, lime juice, and like a chili powder.
0: Oh, okay. It's lime juice in there. It. Okay. And it's
2: all it's all mixed together, and it comes in, in like a you know a container where you can kind of sprinkle it on stuff. So you can use it to rim. If you're making margaritas, you can use it instead of just salt. You can use that to rim your glass, and it's a little spicy, it has the citrusy flavor, it's a little bit salty. Um, If you ever, actually, I don't know if this happens in Chicago, but in New York, um, I haven't taken the subway in in five months, but uh, you used to be able to just roll down to the subway, and there would always be people selling mango slices with their covered in tahini. It's really good on um, any sort of like uh, tropical fruit you might have. Just sprinkle it on top, it gives you this the salt really brings out like the sweetness of the fruit, and um, the citrus has like a nice kind of like sharpness. And then you get a little bit of spice too if you like spicy food. So oh, yeah. that's kind of like a, a nice snack. You want to slice up a mango and then sprinkle a little bit of tahini on top.
0: Well, here, what do you think about frozen margaritas though?
2: I I don't like them as much. I would say. Yeah, me neither. Um, but I get the. Appeal. I prefer I, the appeal. I prefer the standard, but but you won't ruffle my feathers you know i'll, I'll happily drink one
0: <laughs> me too yeah 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 like yeah i i feel like at that point i don't know, I, I don't even think i need like a salted rim with a um, frozen
1: it's, yeah,
2: I mean, I think it's it's all about kind of like what vibe you're looking for. I don't yeah. want I won't knock anyone that's like, "Hey, you know, my I love, you know, XYZ cocktail or whatever." Like, you know, I think the the number one rule it's is like apples don't you know. What, drink what you like, you know?
0: Yeah, totally.
2: Um I think that there tends to be <laughs> it's getting a little philosophical here. I think that there there can be a lot of elitism when you talk about uh, cocktails, or, or, like, alcohol in general, you know, beer, wine, liquor, etc. Um, Definitely. And at the end of the day, uh, the only thing that matters is what you like. And if I don't like pina coladas, but you do, you should drink them, you know? It's not about me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, especially when it comes to, like, wine tasters and, like, all this, like, um... because there's so much wine... Tastings and like how much like like how, I don't know like all these uh, sommeliers and everything. It's just it's, it's a little much, you know. At the end of the day, it's just kind of like when it comes down to what people like, and um, it's also like in the the beer world too is kind of like that too. Oh yeah, nowadays especially. I I could I, I could have done
2: beer hour for my theme. Yeah, if I <laughs> yeah, yeah. <you're, laughs>
0: well, Jeff, you're also on the um the what the beer tapped was that what's up Be- untapped.
2: Oh, Untapped! Yeah. I would highly recommend yeah, yeah, Untapped. Yeah, yeah
0: that's my, yeah, my beer app. It's pretty... Um, I talk... I try... I'm on Untapped, and I do it, like, every six months. I'm probably... I'm probably friends through. with you
1: on
2: there. Yeah, we're I friends,
0: right? So. Um, yeah, We I do it every now and then. You know who uh, does it a lot? Jeff... Or not Jeff Greenwald. Uh, Lauren Sheeman does it a lot. You, you're friends with Lauren?
2: I am friends with Lauren, and I... In fact, I just... I liked uh, So... Everyone's familiar with Facebook, I assume. You can like, you can like it when people post. Right. Untapped has a feature where you can toast people's uh, drinks.
0: Oh yeah, it's, so, it's cheers. Yeah, you, is it toast that, or is it cheers? It's toast. It's, it's toast. It like, toast? <laughs> cheers, kind of thing. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. So, wait, for the people who don't know so, what Untapped is, it's a, it's like a, uh, basically you can check in uh, the the beers that you've you drank that day. So let's say mm. you drank like a. PBR do a PBR let's say yep. you did like a founder's IPA or something you can check that in and it just basically posts it on there and you can rate it and like talk like give a little comment it's a really yeah, it's, cool kinda, thing. it's almost
2: yeah so I, I I always tell people it's my favorite
0: social media <laughs> <laughs> honestly it's it's cool I really like those kind of um uh those apps where you can rate like it's not even just for other people it's kind of more for yourself. Is that why you do it? Just so you can look back to see what you thought of a beer.
2: I, to- I, I totally agree with that. Well, that's or if what I, I do. can't remember if I've had something before, if someone asked me my opinion on something, can't remember so, what
0: I thought of it. Exactly. So I write reviews on Google uh, for restaurants. Did you know? Mm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I did for that. Yeah. Are you a local guide? Uh yeah, I am actually. Oh. <laughs> I don't oh. know. It doesn't take much to be a local guide, I think. <laughs> um... I'm, like, probably – It's a I'm, very – that's a very
2: um, – uh, <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? Anyway.
0: No, go ahead. <laughs> no, well, I mean, I literally just do it because, like – just to remember restaurants because I feel like I'm always, like, forgetting about restaurants and, like, what I like to eat there, like, what I – you know, where it where it is. And um, it's like, oh, I like to come here with a small group or, like, you know, or, like, something like that. Like, so just things like that and, like, where I like to sit at the restaurant – and it's, I mean, it's probably, I guess, great if it benefits anyone else. Like, whatever. I don't really care yeah. about that. But um, it's more for, like, I can look back and, like, look at all the restaurants in my map area. And I can be like, oh, we're here. I can go to this one. This is what I thought of this one. Um, yeah, Totally. Uh, I've kind of, I haven't done it. Obviously, I haven't done it in a while because of COVID. But, um, uh, yeah, it, it actually is funny. Um, uh, Reed's mom. Reed Rinaldi's mom, read one of my reviews and went to one of the restaurants because of my review. It no was, way. It was, it was Joey Noodle. <laughs> Joey Yeast. Wow, that's one of my, that's one of my favorite spots my favorite Oh, yeah, yeah well. for sure. Yeah, I just thought it was so funny that's that great. someone actually, who knows me, read my review and told, and I heard that. So it's, it's just so Best funny. Best
2: BYOB think. restaurant in Evanston, probably.
0: Yeah, I... Yes, it really is. If anyone's in <laughs> Evanston, Illinois, go to, go to Joy Noodle. It's pretty epic. Um, Were you there? I can't
2: remember who I was there with, but I, I was at Joy U one time, and um, a, there was a, like, two guys at the table next to us that uh, that had like a case of Bud Light
0: Platinum. Oh, I was with that you. That they yeah, had yeah, brought. Yeah, yeah. They just, just Were you there for that? Oh, yeah, I was there for that. I remember that. <laughs> and these guys... Each
2: crushed like four to five Bud Light Platinum's, which for those listeners that aren't aware, this is like a it's like an eight percent beer. Um, that, that Bud Light. They're making.
0: I've never had one before. Have you?
2: <laughs> I've never I've never had one before either. I didn't really know um, those were a
0: thing. That's pretty. That's pretty uh, strong <laughs> for a yeah, Bud Light. Just, so they're called Bud Light Platinums. Bud, yeah. That sounds right. <laughs> it's Bud like the diamond light. Not even light yeah.
2: <laughs> Bud light platinum. I mean it's a it's an enticing name, but I I would urge our listeners to stay, stay away.
0: <laughs> yeah. I would I would stay away from that. You know, um from the experts, oh, you he, know.
2: <laughs> here's what I was gonna say is that I've I have not had Bud Light Platinum, but I have had um the Miller Core's competitor to Bud Light Platinum, which is Miller Fortune. What because is that? Because when I was in college, the the, uh, the beer store that we would frequent had like a you know crazy deal on that stuff. They were it was like it was like sixteen ounce cans. It, it was like um, what a twenty four pack of like sixteen ounce cans of Miller Fortune was like was like ten dollars or something.
0: Oh, that's a <laughs> deal.
2: <laughs> Which was kind of the crazy deal. <laughs> that it's like eight <laughs> percent.
0: Uh,
1: yeah,
2: Um but it was hard to choke those down. they I, I didn't like them.
0: Yeah, I mean back then you just kind of you're just kind of all about the deal, you know. <laughs> you're all about like yeah. You don't really. You're not drinking just you know. You're just drinking yep. to get drunk very from, true especially back then yeah for sure <laughs> very true
2: maybe maybe speaking of being on a budget maybe this is a good time do you have a favorite budget cocktail where the ingredients are, like are pretty
0: cheap? um i'll tell you oh easy that's an easy one actually for me Screwdriver. Right. screwdriver screwdriver really it's easy just orange juice and vodka right it is easy you always have that's that you always though. you always uh, yeah. have that lying around it's unexpected i never right? Is it, i
2: never would have orange juice lying around you actually buy orange juice for that yeah well
0: i used to i don't really anymore but um okay but you know what's really if you go to like um you know when you're at a grocery store and they have those like like fresh squeezed like orange juice bottles you know like mm-hmm. the uh like you go to like mariano's they have those um yeah yeah if you get that and like and drink that oh man it's so good
2: all right. Uh, well, that's not cheap anymore. So. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> all right. All right. So I guess you're right.
0: All right, but all right. Well, it's still good if it's not cheap, though. I mean, I don't know. It's it's a real. That's a really cheap cocktail for sure. Literally vodka, yeah. orange juice. That's it.
2: And it's a. I'm kind of thinking like you know you you want to think of what is the cocktail where you can buy the bottom shelf liquor and it will kind of get matched buy whatever oh. drink you're making you know what i mean okay so, what so for, I, you? for me it's the rum and coke
0: oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah
2: because yeah. i can buy absolute like garbage spiced rum and right. coke and it's just as good as you know you're right
0: know, you you it mixes well together i always yeah. i used to be rum and coke but um i'm actually i'm definitely more of a whiskey coconut guy now just okay at bars at, but even like jack is kind of expensive I guess so. Compared yeah. to
2: some other
0: stuff, is it is it a lot more than rum and coke?
2: Because I think like if a, you ordered it at a bar, like if you said it, like rum and Jack coke? I want to say it's like yeah, $50. what
0: Yeah, what if you bought it at like a like a at a bar like you use, like all oh, of a rum and coke like it's yeah. not going to be more than a whiskey coke or less than a whiskey coke right? Yeah, no, 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 I'm, I'm sure it'll be about yeah. I don't know. We'd have to we'd have to really go to all the bars and. <laughs> do a whole test you know yeah <laughs> yeah uh but i definitely have noticed that i like whiskey cokes more i used to be a rum and coke guy but um that was a uh, but i don't order those very much anymore. well i guess
2: the other thing with uh rum and coke too is if you want to go for like um like their, did, did you ever encounter admiral nelson oh yeah like 101 101
0: proof yeah, that was that's the good stuff. That that can get a little bit dangerous. <laughs> oh, that can get dangerous, all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's something I wouldn't recommend to the listener. <laughs>
2: I will say, if you're in a pinch, uh, you know, perhaps um and you're and you're passing by some sort of fast food establishment, if you score a large Coke and then uh, go to a nearby liquor mm-hmm. store for some sort of high-proof rum, like, you know, maybe Bacardi 151 or
0: Admiral 101 or whatever you like. If you're in a pinch and you really got to start drinking, you know. (laughs) Hey, people But that. that. goes against
2: the civilized nature of this show. (laughs) Yeah, of uh, course. You know, I'll stop myself there. (laughs) Yeah,
0: civilized, you know, know, trying to teach uh, good good habits over here. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny, man. So
3: honestly,
2: what is your, what is your liquor consumption looking like? Yeah, I was about, uh, I was about to say pre-pandemic. Maybe we should, we should, we should both discuss. Yeah, I was about (laughs) to actually say
0: that. Um, yeah, I mean, in general, I feel like, um, I think, I think I've been in general probably been drinking less for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, it's just so easy to be, like, out and about and, like, on a week-a-week day, like, like pre-COVID um, and just be like, oh, I'll get a beer, you know, just have a beer and yeah. then, you know. But now it's, like, I don't drink at all during the week um, just because, like, I don't know. I just don't – if I'm at home, like, I don't need a drink. Like, I don't know. But um, Yeah, yeah. But I – when I'm – the only time I'm really going out is, like, I go to the other guy's place, like, Doug and Luke and – their place or whatever and um, mm-hmm. they're always like james is always like you want to drink <laughs> you want to put a beer <laughs> like you know it's like yeah. problem <laughs> yeah exactly and i'm like yeah so so i only really drink at their place i guess like um <laughs> yeah i don't know i never i never really buy like drinks for myself here i never really, um but i don't know like um but i think i would like to so that's kind of why that kind of interested about this cocktail thing because like Instead of just, like, pounding beer after beer, it's kind of like, I like the idea of, like, really making something special, like, uh, like a, like a, like a drink, um, and, um, you know, like, spending a little time making something really nice, and then just drinking one drink, and, like, so, I was thinking yeah. that the this episode, believe, so, yeah.
2: I mean, I think that segues nicely into what do you pair your cocktails with, kind of, as far as food oh, or interesting. snacks or if they're um, more of a dessert drink or what do
0: i do yeah. i don't know um it definitely depends on the drink right i mean wine, yeah, yeah exactly wine exactly. is definitely yeah. a an easy one with like you know you have that like classic cheese platter kind of thing going on or like uh check what are um i mean i think that what
2: what a lot of people don't realize is that beer is actually very good with
0: cheese as well and, and as well as pure it tea. is it definitely is um yeah people don't think about that as much um especially, especially if with you get German. a nice
2: belgian yeah exactly some of the more weedy beers exactly what i can't very about. good with cheese
0: Hours yeah, cool.
2: like a, a Berliner Weiss or some sort of farmhouse ale or something like that Definitely. Uh, really can be really good.
0: Right. Well, it's just kind of weird to like you're already drinking beer. It's like do you need to drink like eat like bread I like too? <laughs> <laughs> like you know, it's it's a. You're, I feel like I'm already getting so full. And like <laughs> I don't know, I, but like when you go to those like German places where they have like the pretzels and like the mustard and um yeah i love that shit (laughs) have you ever been to um what's that place in um logan square um uh, the radler you ever been to the radler here in chicago yeah actually i I think that i went there with you yeah i'm sure you went there we used to to go there a lot um yeah that's a pretty awesome place that they have like really like authentic like yeah i definitely have been there like um they have the stump game where you have the hammer and you're like, it's like a stump and you're, you take turns hammering nails into a stump in a bar. Yeah, you're... they have some
2: large format beers there. Oh, really? In terms of, well, just meaning large size sports
0: Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, they do. Leader, you I, get oh, I, stein. I always get the stein, yeah, of course. When you're there, of course you get the stein. Like, <laughs> You're yeah. at you're at the Radler. Like what else? Where else can you get that? I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just funny to hold a giant like Stein, like a beer. Like you know. <laughs> yeah, you definitely. Yeah, it's definitely a whole like challenge to finish that thing. Let me tell you. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: That place is good. Schnitzel, very good. Yeah. Pretzels, good. Bratwurst.
0: Yeah, I I would awesome stuff. I always see people over at like um, Oktoberfest, and it looks so fun. Like you know, um, that'd be cool. If that if that ever happens again, maybe I'll
2: be there. I know, definitely nostalgic for gatherings larger than you know five people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be True. that. It'll be a nice day we, when we that just, comes we, around. We just again gotta get Twitter. into like,
0: um, you ever. They have those, like, online music festivals where, like, you're, like, in Minecraft or something, and everyone's, like, you know, like... Oh, I didn't know about that. Oh, no, yeah, people, people do that stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, yeah, I, I, I like the yeah, I like the concept, because it's, like, in a day and age where we we can't do gatherings, but we can gather online in a virtual world, like, mm-hmm. something like that, in um, such a large amount of people. And it's so interesting yeah. that COVID... Um, happened as in a time where our technology is able to connect us in such a way where we can be together at the same time. Because um, I mean, if this happened um, and we we weren't able to like do this show, like you know, it's like what the fuck would we be doing? Like, draw, sure. drawing pictures or something. Alike. Well, you know,
2: I mean, so like there was the Hong Kong flu epidemic in 1968 and the Spanish flu in 1918, right. and I mean pandemics have been happening since the beginning of See, time. But
0: you're right for obviously.
2: us. Yeah. It's an interesting time.
0: Yeah, so with the thing with the Spanish flu, I mean I don't know too much about it, but um I always thought in my mind it's like I mean, there's so much like widespread knowledge about um COVID, I feel like, and it's all over the news all the time and people are talking about it and like what you should be doing and which wearing masks, um, with the internet and everything. But I feel like with this like when was the Spanish flu? In like nineteen sixteen or something like that?
2: Nineteen eighteen,
0: yeah. Nineteen eighteen. And I feel like I like like, there are people who probably didn't even, like, realize... Did people even realize it was happening? Like, there probably were a ton of people like that, I'm guessing.
2: Well, certainly, yeah. I mean, I would say yes. And uh, and certainly that was the case in 1968, in fact. I, and this was... Uh, so the Hong Kong flu in 68, I think 100,000 Americans died. Um, and, well, and it was, like, a uh, million worldwide.
0: American? Oh, really? May- many and, Americans and,
2: and my parents, at least, were kids when that was happening yeah and they literally had no memory of that they never heard oh, about it at yeah. all
0: how many millions <laughs> of people died from that a million in america uh in the world oh the okay world. you said so, america sounds le- like less, what the less,
2: less deadly than covid i believe oh, okay. you know also the population
0: was smaller at that right point, yeah of course wow it's crazy Oh, man. Yeah, and
2: that was, I mean, there was a lot of other stuff going on in 1968, to be fair. That was... Right. In, other in, things In Chicago, wrong the, the, the Democratic National Convention yeah, exactly. happened. Uh, you know, downtown Chicago was trashed. Uh, yeah. Martin Luther King was assassinated. Uh, RFK was killed. I mean, the yeah. The war, yeah. It was a busy year.
3: Oh, it sure. was
0: a busy year. That was not um, a super happy year. Um, no. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very similar to the times we're living in now and it's um but I think you know
2: Richard Nixon was elected president.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's very interesting to, to relate the two and um kind of uh see what we can learn, hopefully. I don't know. Maybe this will just keep happening and happening again and again. I hope not, Jesus. Anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah. But you know, DVD. we're we're
0: we're able to gather and do these cool uh shows and you know, some hopefully like learn something from this. I don't know. So I take, think take now your is mind off where COVID people are COVID will a little make the bit.
2: best of their situations when they can, you know?
0: Yeah. I think so. Um Yeah. I mean that's what we're doing. <laughs> so For sure. Yeah, man. Um Yeah i don't i don't uh I don't know what else I'd be doing <laughs> like I don't know what what else have you been doing man? Do anything crazy with your time learning something
2: yeah well I, I recently I have been starting to do a little bit more traveling like um rented a car a couple weeks ago and actually drove out to Vermont oh, nice. um got uh, a friend of a friend on the farm up there this old couple. So nice. So you actually, just... did a little bit, a little bit of farm work. And we we just kind of like slept out in the dude, open it's air in their barn So nice to get the... out of
0: the city. Oh my god.
2: Yeah, it was pretty awesome to be able to do that.
0: Yeah, I mean, dude, I'm I'm dying to get out of like this like the city. I mean, you know, it's just being around yeah. so many people is kind of like during this whole thing is kind of a scary thing. Um, yeah, just being just being out in nature is great. Yeah, we were able to go. Um, we rented a car, and we drove to Boulder and got an Airbnb and just sort of, like, hiked and shit out in the woods. Um, it, was, it was just so good to just not be around so many people. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> this
2: is a great time to enjoy the uh, the outdoors. It sure. really is
0: a great time to enjoy the outdoors. Um, yeah, definitely. But uh, Doing, um, I've done a
2: couple trips out to the Kilt as well out here in the East Coast. Oh this yeah. This is nice. Not nice. too far from the city. It's like a dude, couple hour drive. Um,
0: dude, um so I don't think I told you this. this is crazy. So you know how Luke and I have the same hiking boots? Yeah. So this is crazy. So Luke and I, um so when we were hiking in Boulder, uh we we uh we my, uh, they're really old. We had our, we got, I got our hiking boots. Like, we were yeah. Like they're six. like a solo, right? Yeah. We got them like when I was 16 or something, when we first went to Philmont, whenever that was. You're still rocking them. Well, <laughs> so, so <laughs> okay. Luke, Luke before this trip told me, he's like, yeah, I'm starting to get this like tear in my boots and I'm kind of like worried about them. Like, like they might, they might break any day now. And I was like, oh, they're probably fine. <laughs> and, they're like, and then I look at my, like at my boots and mine. And I was like, I wonder if I have that too. And I look, and mine is way worse than Luke's. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I was like, whoa, shit. Okay, well, and it's like the the like the whole sole like is coming like would come off kind of thing.
2: So, oh wow! So yeah.
0: it's like coming off the boot. Like the it's there's still like a big chunk on it. And um, so I was like, all right. And um, we start hiking or whatever. And um, it's like this the, the seg- our second hike or whatever. And um, like the first ten minutes of the hike, my 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 boot, like the sole of the front of my foot, just like comes off like that, <laughs> and it's oh. just like and it's just like a flapping little thing, like on the like. Oh, no. And, like, and uh, I was like, oh my god, this sucks! Like I'm gonna slow everyone down. This is so annoying, and I was so embarrassed. Um, but the thing, but I bought a first aid kit that day, actually. So what I did is we stopped, and I took out the medical tape, and I just taped the shit out of it. Like And I just, like, it was just, like, this big – it looked like I had a big wound, like, on my foot, like, on my toe, my toe. So we So I was, like, I was like, you know, like, oh, that'll probably do it, you know. It was, like, really taped. And so it's still on there, and it feels fine. Like, my it feels fine. So we keep walking up the, the mountain, you know. And then, like, once we get, like, um, start getting up to the top, you know, we're, we're almost returning we're back. The same thing happens to Luke's boot. The same. if It flops open. The same. same, (laughs) Once Luke's open, I was like, oh, I feel a lot less bad about this now. (laughs) I was like, so then I we were running out of tape. So we kept taping it up and it kept on like the tape loosened up and it kept flapping up. I was like, oh my God, we're not going to make it back. Um, But we we did it. It was fine. But um, we decided. That's ridiculous. So it's funny because Luke and I bought the boots at the same time. When we were like sixteen, and they broke the yeah. same day. How crazy is that?
2: That is crazy. It's pretty crazy. So I guess you, know, you probably had similar mileage on those
0: things. I oh guess. yeah. Whew.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I can't believe you're still on that pair. I, I've gotten multiple new pairs. I really? Yeah. How many well, pairs have you had? I guess I, I guess only one more than you.
0: I had some Meryl. I mean, the only time I, I wear my hiking boots is when I'm hiking on like big trips like that, uh, and yeah. like, I, I never wear them any other time. I feel like you would you wear them more, like
2: wear them a lot at college, honestly, because it was so cold and snowy. Mm-hmm. So the salt kind of yeah. I always I always
0: get like for the for yeah. I mean i I always just get normal like boots for like walking around always. But yeah, Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, they're great for like um, uh, obviously walking around in the snow and shit. Um. Yeah, but it, it is pretty crazy that uh, that's crazy. they lasted so long. I mean, hike, hiking wow. boots are are an investment. They're kind of expensive, but, I mean, if you if you like the outdoors, like obviously we do, Jeff and I, we're Boy Scouts um, with uh, our friend Luke Sharkey. Um, so, yes.
2: That is definitely one of those things that's worth paying up for. I think so, one, yeah. Find a pair that you like.
0: You better find one you like. You don't want to buy one you don't like. <laughs> the economist in me is
2: telling you, you have to think about the cost per use. And yeah. so if you're worried about spending $250 versus, you know, 200, just think about
0: how much you're going to, man. how
2: many years you're going to get out of those things. Just think about how, how much, how, you know, how, many years how much I you're in. basically paying per mile. It's worth it.
0: Oh yeah. Like almost 10 yeah. years. Yeah. 10 year old boots.
2: So get a pair that you like; they're going to last a long time. Oh
0: my god! And yeah,
2: you'll be comfortable. The god, whole yeah.
0: I guess I'm going to have to get a new pair of hiking boots. It's just such a crazy concept to me. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! Not man. that crazy. I, I mean, I guess I don't. Know. I mean, am I going to do a lot more like hiking? I don't know. Well, I'm going to have been, to. I have been currently. Yeah, it's a good. I guess it's a good time to do it. Um I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm gonna have to. I don't go know buy what there foods. is.
2: How much do you do around? Is there any places you like
0: around Chicago? Or no, we're good to hike in Chicago. Yeah, I know. Not really. The bummer. But I mean, yeah. I. I mean, I. Um, I feel like if I'm gonna go to a, um, a trip, I really I, well, I really wanted to go to. Um, well, I really, really wanted to go to Alaska this summer. I was, yeah, you know, I, was just, I was excited about that, too. I I know. That we we were going to awesome. do it. We were all going to do it. We had I, I, made, yeah. it, I made a Google Doc. How, how much more official does it get than a Google Doc?
2: That's really, I mean, for our trip, that is, that's absolutely, when the <laughs> Google Doc happens, that's when the trip
0: happens. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so we did that That's like are we doing it like is there a google doc yes all right then we're doing it. yeah exactly
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah it was and no because like my friend marlene she um she like uh used to camp out there all the time and she knew where to go and like her brother lived out there and it seemed like it was just a, such a realistic camping trip and i was like oh my That's god huge, I'm like, yeah i was like sick um uh, but then COVID happened and then we just stopped um and I also wanted to go to the um, Boundary Waters, too, because um, it's so close. But, you know, Canada ain't letting us in, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. No way. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's uh, on my list as well. I really want to get out there.
1: Yeah. Have you ever been I, the- took a
2: nice, I, I took a canoe trip up to the Adirondacks this summer, which is really nice.
0: Oh, wow. Really? What was that like?
2: Yeah. Uh, it was good. We did... Um, Just one one portage, which is like a mile and a half, and then we did basically from one lake to another via uh, the Racket River Mm. for anyone that's familiar with the region. But it was a good, like, three-day trip. Nice. Relatively relaxed, very scenic, very nice.
0: (laughs) So um, Luke and I have this joke nowadays that we – so when you're – you ever get Boys Life magazine? Oh yeah, yeah. So you know how they have the Scouts in Action comic? Yeah, of course. So Scouts in Action is a comic uh, in the Boy's Life magazine, which is the Boy Scout magazine. Basically, all the Boy Scouts get, I guess. And um, it's a little comic where basically the this like there's a scout who's in da- who's like in danger or something, or like gets hit by a car, or like falls in a a river, a flowing river, and and uh, basically. Uh, it's like a story where a scout goes to save um, the other scout and he becomes a hero, you know? And that's just basically the whole comic. Like, the scout becomes a hero and it's like, oh, yeah. Um, boy Scouts are great. Boy Scouts are great. <laughs> end, end of story. Um, so we, we, we had this idea that we'd have um, this big scouts in action moment, which we kind of did when we were scouts. Remember this?
2: <laughs> Wait,
0: what? what are you talking about? Oh, uh, and you know what I'm talking about. So we... So when... Yeah. <laughs> so when so it came up last time. Yeah, I think so. But uh, I just think it's such a funny story. So when when uh, Jeff and Luke um, were... When you and Luke were getting their Eagle Scouts uh, for their ceremony, uh, after, after the ceremony, it was really great. All of our friends were there. We were like, you know, they all gave speeches and stuff. It was a really cool ceremony. And uh, we were driving to go to get ice cream um we went to go get ice cream at like what homer's or no we over white we decided to go to Overwise, which is a funny thing to do so we're like i had never been to yeah i think that's probably why <laughs> yeah we're like oh we got to get over ice cream which is like way out there i feel like for ice cream so we're like let's go get it so like we all we there's like the three of us and we're all wearing our boy scout uniforms right in our, in the car and we're, we have like these like Boy Scout like staffs too, because it was like a really big ceremony, right? <laughs> that was part of the. I
2: think that was the the yeah. council gave those to the yeah. Eagle Scouts as right. part of
0: their. Like, I have, do you still have your staff? Whatever. Uh yeah yeah, yeah mine's in my yeah probably with my parents, but I still have my yeah, staff. So it's at parents. my
2: parents' place. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So um, so we we were driving to go get ice cream, and uh, basically um we get in this big car crash <laughs> and, like this car hits us and uh it was like a like it was a our like three cars got wrecked and we just pop out and we of our car and we were all wearing boy scout uniforms right <laughs> and we're all like assessing the situation we like we go to like all the different cars and we're like are you okay are you okay <laughs> and, Like, and like you know i and, think luke
2: checked out the couple that crashed into us he like you know pulled like we the open up up we like, really just sort okay? of like
0: we didn't really even yeah we just did, i think we did a great job we like we checked out everybody made sure everyone was okay everyone was safe got out of their cars okay um i called the police Call the all police. Called that shit yeah um it's just so funny that like we we're all wearing our boy scout uniforms and like um <laughs> and, like, and like i don't know it just seems like something out of a movie or something <laughs> um that's our scouts in action moment it totally is <laughs> anyway, I felt like I had to say that story right It all, all worked. it all worked out well in the end. It, it really did. It really did. Um and we and you know what? We still got ice cream. Yeah. We still ended up going to get ice cream after all that.
2: Yeah, well if your dad drove us, right? Yeah, your
0: dad was like, Yeah, what's still we should, you guys should still go get ice cream. So then we went to go get ice cream. Didn't <laughs> we went to Overwatch, That's didn't we? Not- yeah. Yeah, okay.
2: Well, because okay. we're already on our way there. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, we're, like, right by there. Well. Yeah, that's so funny. Oh, shoot, man. What a crazy times, man. Those were pre, pre-cocktail pre days. They were. We had to eat ice cream to be happy. The
2: original the original uh, White Russian.
0: Yes. Yes, the original White Russian. <laughs> Dude, I am just downing these... Uh, I'm just drinking all this. It's so good. I can't let it go. You have away. to make one for me next time. Yeah, dude, talk. this is unbelievably. <laughs> I can't believe how good I made this. Wow. I just eyeballed all the ingredients. It's like <laughs> it would like really fast. You said, Well,
2: I have a blender. You better send me the recipe. I actually. I've been wanting to get some kahlua for a long time.
0: Oh so yeah, I'll send to it to you. Um, I have a. I have a picture of it. Um, I want to. I want to s- send you this video. Um, the that I that I watched. I, it was like forty five minutes long of this guy making drinks and from he's like he's got this crazy hairstyle. He's like from the eighties. It's wow. so funny. You're gonna love him man. The eighties were a simpler time, you know? I know. Everyone was happy. Everyone was rich. Everyone was happy. <laughs> Everyone was happy and rich. <laughs> Everyone was rich. <laughs> no problems. No problems at all. Absolutely right. Everyone was drinking cocktails, Absolutely just like, right. you know, fucking breezing in the sun. Hell yeah. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, man. Absolutely. Um, well, sick, man. Well, I feel like, uh, we're coming at the end of the show. Um, yeah, I'm getting tired. I I, got, I, I had to
2: get up at, uh, seven for work tomorrow. So
0: hell yeah, man. Um, I'm burning
2: the candle a little bit here.
0: Good for you, man. Well, Jeff was out there in New York, staying alive, keeping, keeping the peace among the people. Um, yeah man. Well thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, where can the listeners find you? Oh jeez. Unlike well, I, I feel like I always gotta ask this. <laughs> they can't this. find me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just feel like I always gotta ask this because it's like, you know, like, what's your Instagram handle? You know, <laughs> like you know, just to don't. Stay cool so, with the you, kids, know you know what? You can't find me. I don't have yeah.
2: Instagram and, people uh, can't find I me either. The website. only thing I have
0: is the Hip Dead Radio <laughs> If
2: you want to get in touch with me, you can feel free to get in touch with Matt, and uh, he can pass my info along. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll uh, make sure that they're cool. You know, <laughs> you need any help saving for retirement? There, I have
2: helped multiple people out in the past. If you're wondering how to invest your 401k or IRA or how to start, that's right. Or if you just want to, to make a good,
0: out. or if you just want to make a good cocktail.
2: <laughs> or if you want uh my martini recipe happy to get that out too
0: you can find jeff in new york amongst the people
2: i if you're in if you're ever in sunnyside Queens,
0: hit me up yeah hit, hit you up uh, find you More happy likely. to hang out <laughs> good luck <laughs> <laughs> cool man i'm
2: just off of queen's boulevard
0: yeah well hey man I, hang I, out. I, I hope i can see you again one day We'll
2: see. We will see each other in person again someday. For we
0: will. sure, for sure. All right, I look forward to that. Well, well. Hey, thanks everybody for listening. Um, yeah. So Jeff, thank you for being on the show. Um, tune into more Hip Dad Radio in the future. Hopefully, we can see you soon. Great to be here. Awesome yeah. show. An amazing, beautiful conversation with one of my oldest friends, Jeff Greenwald. Thanks again for being on the show, man. It means a lot. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Uh, This is a show I do every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on Hip Dad Radio Live. It's really cool. You can listen and you can even call in during the shows and you can chat. You can ask questions, uh, whether that's doing whether that's me doing a show where it's an artist profile or if it's like I'm just interviewing someone about a topic. uh, Please call in because uh, I love talking to you guys over You know, the web. It's crazy times in COVID. I'm not seeing anybody. I miss you guys. But yeah, we got a lot of cool shows coming up for Mub Club next Thursday, August 27th. We have David Bowie. Yes, come learn about the amazing career of David Bowie. From Ziggy Stardust to Aladdin Sane to the Thin White Duke. He's had quite a career. And I can't wait to talk about David Bowie and play his music. Because he's one of my favorites for sure. Then... September 3rd, we have James Burnham on the show, and we will be talking about science fiction. Uh, I don't know a lot about science fiction, and I haven't read it too much, but James has sent me a lot of cool short stories to read, and and, uh, it's going to be really cool to talk about it, and just kind of the whole vibe. But anyway, I do another show here on Hip Dad Radio. It's called Socks Off, and I do it with my roommate, Matt Jetsky. Uh, We do... Uh, we just talk about rock and play rock music it's very loosey-goosey it's every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time live on hip dead radio our twitch channel definitely check it out it it rocks man uh, and then hey if you haven't already follow, follow us on Instagram that's where you can get all the really good news uh, and really follow us but um, if you don't have an Instagram that's okay go to our website go under the contact page and then put your email in under like the get the newsletter, or fan club, or whatever it's called. Basically, every uh, season, we send out a, a newsletter kind of announcing the new season, what's going on, new shows, everything that's going on, you guys need to know about. Um, but yeah, on that same contact page, you can do a lot of other cool things. Uh, we're starting to get uh, bands to play live on the station, you know, so if you are in a band, or if uh, you know of a band, uh, yeah, just put the email in there. And um, we'll be in contact. Hopefully, and we're, we're planning on launching this in September uh, alongside uh, Hip Dad Radio DJ Reeve Rinaldi's new show, The LP Lounge. So we're going to launch that and the live streaming of the uh, bands, hopefully, this September is the plan. Uh, but yeah, so you can be be a band on Hip Dead Radio. That's cool. And you can also apply to be a DJ on Hip Dead Radio and have your own show just like us. Uh, Yeah, we want more people to be on the station because why the heck not, right? Uh, All you got to do is put your email in there and we'll be in contact. Um, But yeah, obviously this isn't the only show on Hip Dead Radio. It shows every single week. Um, God, it's so amazing to see all the great stuff people are putting out and all the good work. Uh, Yeah, pretty groovy stuff. And I'll see you guys Next Thursday for David Bowie and then James. So, see you later.